Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. So for those of you that have been listening to the show for a while, you know that sometimes these uh, episodes end up becoming series or I release them in series so that I can work through something, right? Some topic from multiple different angles. And it tends to be that as I get going on it and as I think about it and put it through my own process and reflection, it tends to be that I continue to just discover more, more angles about the same topic that we can try to understand it better. And so this idea of how we see the world is becoming just that. So this is a, I guess like a part three of how we view the world. And I'm going to talk about it today through the lens of value system, because that's something I teach literally all of my clients. In the men's group last night, we talked about how our values affect the way that we see the world. And also in the Clarity Academy, there's a good couple weeks on values because we we have to, one, learn how to cultivate a value-driven life. But two, one of the ways in which we do that is by understanding how our values are affecting what we're looking at. So when we talk about the way that we see the world and we're looking at all of these different angles, that helps me also explain why I think this is so important in the first place, which is that whatever your perspective is, is only your perspective, right? And this is true for me and this is true for you. And so I think today we're in a place, especially culturally, where holding space for other people's point of view is really, really difficult for us. Like we, we tend to believe that our opinion is the right one, right? And of course we think that, but to hold space for the fact that it might actually not be is really important. And it's not about right or wrong in an ultimate sense, as much as it is a matter of relativity, right? Because as I say all the time, you have a certain point of view. And then when you change points, your view actually changes, right? And so multiple things can be true about the same thing at one time. And that's because of our finite point of view. And this gets into our awareness and everything else. So I'm going to continue to piece this apart uh, as this as the series goes on. So first of all, let's start with a super simple lesson. And I know some of you already know this, especially if you've been listening to my content for a bit, but you have an intrinsically held value system and it's not necessarily the exact same value system as your culture or your parents or your religion or your school or your system, whatever structures you found yourself in. There are certain places where it probably feels like, God, this doesn't really fit me. And one of the reasons for that is because your value system might actually be different or it might be the same value, but the expression of that value in your life 
might need to be different, right? I talked about that before on health, like my value of health, as I've tried to fit into the world's definition, health is the last thing that I felt. But if I think about how that value should be expressed in my life, well, there's a certain feeling that I'm looking for in my body, a certain autonomy over my body and how I show up and how I feel. And so that's how I know if that value is being met or not. And it has nothing to do with what the latest guru says health is or what the the latest trend is or what the media thinks or anything like that. Right. Because it's a it's an individually held value system. Well, our values are also hierarchically uh, aligned. Right. And this is because all of our life is choice. We're always having to choose this over that thing. And when we have really hard choices and we try not to make a choice, that in itself is a choice. Right. Because time moves in a linear direction. And so we're always choosing this thing over that thing. And it's our value system. Right. What we think is important, truly, that tells us how to make that choice. And when we make a choice that doesn't align with that intrinsically held value system, we feel it, right? Because one of the things that I really assert here, and probably if I could say, if, if one theme could be taken from my work, it's that your internal constitution makes demands of you. And what you cannot do is betray that thing. I mean, you can, right? We all know what it feels like to betray ourselves, but that feeling is one, resentful, and two, it grows. It doesn't stay, it's not like, oh, I'll just betray myself and then uh, this will be the last of it. It's like, no, no, you're self-aware. You're not just aware of what's going on out in the world. You're aware of what's going on internally for you. And so you know when your actual value system isn't being met. And that's true even if you betray yourself or your values to fit in with society. Like the world out, out there around you might actually celebrate you for betraying yourself, for leaving your own value system, right? And that will feel like this sense of internal dissonance. It's like, man, the whole world is celebrating me. And yet I feel some sort of emptiness, growing resentment, cognitive dissonance, you name it. Okay. And so because our values are hierarchical and we make decisions like that, the consequences of us understanding and following our value system are actually life and death in a way, right? And so I I like to explain it this way. I was in the military for 12 years and I had friends that died while they were in the military, while they were serving, right? Now, the only way that you get to that place where you're going to make the decision that lays your life down is because you chose to value something like nationality or country or patriotism or duty or honor or however you've configured it over self. And so anytime anybody signs up for the military, what they are saying is that, yes, I'm going to assimilate and live by this value system, right? You can't get to that choice any other way, except for by accident, right? Except for by mistake. Well, now you can imagine that you listening to this have a certain feeling about what I just said, right? So you might, when somebody dies in the military, you know, in service to their country, you might look at that with solemn reverence or honor or respect or something positive like that, right? And the only reason that you can do that is because your value system is in fact set up in a similar way. And so when somebody, uh, you know, gives their life and service to the country, like in, in the military, 
and you see it as a tragedy, right? You see it as a pity or you see it as disgusting or you see it as something negative. It's because your value system isn't set up the same way, right? You don't have that same value system. And so you can, t you can see what I'm getting at with this, which is that we all live in different worlds based on our intrinsically held value system. I've said it on here before, but the reason that culture works is because we have enough overlapping values. But what happens when we don't? Well, you see the instability that that's creating right now, right? I'm like, well, I don't know if I have that value. I don't know if I believe what you're telling me right now. And people are feeling that in, in all kinds of different places. And the very fabric, the very structure of our society is starting to become a little bit tumultuous and shake because people are starting to wake up to their own value system. And they're starting to say, well, maybe I don't have that value. So maybe we have to have a different conversation about how policy should be or whatever it is. And when you see people that absolutely cannot get in the same place based on some policy or something along those lines, what you're seeing is the expression of different values, right? Because remember, a value is what you think is important in this life. And it informs the way that you move through the world and the decisions that you make. If you and I both live in the same place, like let's take Colorado, for example, and I have adventure as a value. In fact, before I recorded this, for two hours I rode my bike out in the mountains. I really value being outdoors. But you might not, right? And so you can imagine that you and I are in the same place, and this place either could suck or could be amazing, could be what you were always looking for, if you're me, right? But that is going to depend on who you are and what your value system is, because the actual place, the actual events are almost always neutral. Well, in fact, they are neutral, right? It is the human value system that says that that thing's good or that thing's bad in any given situation, right? Because you can take things that are even really tragic. I remember a really good example I heard one time was in Iran when the leader of Iran, when we toppled the Iranian government a while back and people here were excited about it and people in Iran were mourning the loss, right? The death that happened was a bit neutral, but the value system that we bring to it and decide what we think about it is definitely not. And oftentimes in life, we start to feel dissonance in our lives and we start to feel disconnected from our lives and we start to feel like, I don't know, maybe we lost the plot somewhere along the way. Often that feeling is telling you, hey, you're out of alignment with your internal constitution. You might be saying this, you might be going to this job and doing all of the things and checking all of the boxes that you're supposed to. And you might even have the narrative of like, yeah, but I'm supposed to enjoy this. I should be appreciative of this. And it's like, yeah, maybe you should, but maybe that's just not the life for you, right? Maybe that's just not the job for you or relationship or whatever it is, right? Whatever's causing dissonance, who knows? Maybe you just have values that you've abandoned and walked out on so that you could find belonging. We all do that, right? Especially before we know that our values matter so much. So it's not like uh, something to add shame to or some sort of value judgment about being good or bad. It's actually just realizing that we have to wake up to who and what we really are. And we're humans with an internal constitution that does make demands of us. And those demands are based on our value system. And so in order for us to feel as though we're, we have a meaningful life, we have to come into alignment with those values. 
And what that also means is that that's what informs the way that we see the world. And so, yeah, that's part three, the way that we view the world. Understand that other people have other perspectives because they have a different set of circumstances that they're dealing with, a different set of values that they're looking through. It's really easy to expect yourself out of other people. It's really easy to expect other people to meet you where you're at in your value system. It's also intellectually lazy and unrealistic, right? Because once you wake up to that fact, it's like, well, now if you're going to live at your highest level of knowledge, it's actually holding space for other people to show up in different ways and make different decisions than you, even if you're passionate about it. Uh, just something I'm noticing in our world today. I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.